Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Change, they say, is the only constant. In our Catholic parishes, we are familiar with change, especially big changes like when our pastors get reassigned. Such times can vary from ones of peaceful, smooth transition to tumultuous upheaval, usually somewhere in between. Here to tell us more about how these assignments work is our friend, Father Michael Van Sloan. Father, welcome back. Hope you are well. I'm very well. Glad to be with you, Patrick. I always appreciate the great job that you do. Thank you, Father. So jumping right into this, what are the types of or the different types of priest assignments and the terms for ministry associated with each of those assignments? Well, so the terms associated uh, for pastors, the normal term of assignment is six years and it's renewable for another six. So the normal term uh, for an assignment for a pastor would be 12 years. Okay. And then for a parochial administrator, you would that would be for a new pastor. You'd go on for one year as administrator, and then you would get the two six-year terms after that. So for a first-year pastor, it would be 13. And then for a parochial vicar, most uh, folks know a parochial vicar as an associate pastor. Usually they're newly ordained. Uh, the usual assignment term for a newly ordained priest or a parochial vicar is two years, sometimes three. Sometimes they're renewed for another two or three. Sometimes they're assigned as a pastor. Okay, so it sounds like there's some kind of general guidelines, but uh, it's dependent on a few different issues as to which which particular term they serve out, yeah? That's correct. And so actually, canon law uh, outlines the term for pastors. Um, in the original canon law, it said that you get uh, the parish for life, just like the bishop gets the diocese for life. But then the bishop's conference in the United States and a number of other places thought that um, they would change that so that there would be uh, more changes for the priests and for the parishioners. And that, that would be healthy change. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, yeah. What is the what is the philosophy behind changing pastors? Some people would say, I suppose some people would say it happens far too often, and others might say it doesn't happen often enough. Well, so once upon a time when the pastor had the parish for life, the pastor could get uh, stale. And so the change actually stimulates change in the priest when, when the priest moves. Um, so the parishioners, they may love their pastor, but if they don't, uh, if it's not a good fit, it gives them an out and a new beginning coming down the road at some point. Um, so the, the change is considered to try and stimulate growth. The other thing is that if you're a par- at a parish for 40 years and you change pastors every 12, you've experienced three or four different pastors. Every one of them brings different gifts. And by having experienced multiple pastors and their own spiritualities, each one of them brings strengths to that parish. And the parish in the large picture is enriched by having been served by three pastors or four rather than one. Okay. Yeah, I can see some pluses in that, certainly in the priest reassignments that I've had just in my 13 years of of, of being Catholic. Um, yeah, you get to, you start to see and appreciate the different gifts that the different men bring as as pastors to those to those parishes. What are some of the familiarize us with some of the different methods that are used to determine priest assignments? Well, so um, there are a couple of different uh, ways that dioceses set these up. One of them is a priest committee that works with the bishop, and another one would be a priest committee that works without the bishop. So when you have a priest committee that works with the bishop, I mean, you've got the priest in very close or the bishop in very close collaboration with his priest consultors, and they have a great working relationship, and he can hear their kind of unedited, clear responses. But the downside is, and um, practice has shown this, that sometimes priests defer to the bishop, 
and they don't say so much. They just let the bishop take the lead, and so they don't share as much. Sometimes it's hard to disagree with the boss, you know, in a in a in a meeting. So there's another way to do this, which would be a priest committee without the bishop. And when that happens, you usually, hopefully, ideally, get honest, uninhibited sharing by the priests that are on that particular group, and it's good consensus making. The downside is that you don't know exactly what the bishop is thinking, and sometimes the bishop has inside information that the members of the board don't have. And sometimes the bishop will turn down recommendations just because of the extra information that he has. And so what we do here in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis is we have a priest committee without the bishop. And to try and we, but we, hybrid, we hybridize that a bit, and we have the bishop come with us for at least a couple of meetings a year so he can explain if he's got special concerns, special plans for a special priest, or if he has some inside information that he wants to share with us. Okay. Well, I can see there's upsides, downsides to both of those models, but I like the idea of a hybrid version. It seems like you're trying to get the most, uh, best, most out of best models. The best out of both models is what I'm trying to say there. So sure. I, I appreciate that. And and Father, now you're the Director of Clergy Personnel and the Coordinator of the Comprehensive Assignment Board. What do those roles entail when it comes to priest assignment? Well, so the Comprehensive Assignment Board, so I, as Director of Clergy Personnel, I coordinate the uh, Comprehensive Assignment Board, and there's 10 people on the board. Three of them are ex officio, or assigned by their position. So the Vicar General is on there, and then the Director for um, Deacons is on there, and myself. And then we have five priests, and then we have two laypersons, and the two laypersons have been added pretty much since sexual misconduct happened, because you want to have uh, as much integrity you want to have some outside eyes looking on it, um, having non-ordained people um, that can ask questions in a way that priests maybe wouldn't. But you want a broad cross-section of priests, particularly in terms of age, so they know the different. Um, so we, as a group, we know the presbyter at all of the priests of the diocese pretty well and can make good decisions. And so the process is the group meets um, during from January to May. Once a week for two hours, there's that much work to do. For the for the people or the listeners, if they get the Catholic spirit, uh, a couple issues ago, there was one page with 64 assignments that were listed on the page. I saw all that of them, page. which came through our all of them, which came through our process. Wow. And to the average reader, they go, but I saw some earlier in the year, and some come later. And the re- the renewals for guys that are going from six years to 12, they're not printed either. So the number of clergy changes that or that we dealt with was about 80. Mm. So it's a big process. Yeah, a big process. I is there and and I did see that page that was rather astonishing to look at all the names. In fact, my wife and I kind of went through it together looking for all the names that we knew. And there are quite a few that we knew and quite a few that we didn't know, but excited for all the reassignments that are going on and uh praying for the parishes who are undergoing reassignment or have undergone reassignment this year. Does this come up about how many priests or clergy come up for reassignment each year? Does it vary? Well, so the the priests that are at the end of 12 years, they're automatically up for review and probably reassignment. The priests that are at the end of six years, they're up for review. And if they'd like a change, they can request one. If they'd like to stay, if they want to stay on a consultation that's done with their parishioners, if the parishioners are happy with the way things are going, they get to stay. But then we coordinate the reassignments. So we've got the six-year terms and the 12-year terms automatically as things that we're paying attention to. 
But then there's many other variables that come in, you know, like retirements, medical problems, um, and a host of other things that you can't predict that will cut, you know, so like when Bishop Eisen was named a bishop. Yeah. Then all of a sudden Stillwater became open, and then there's a, a five parish domino of all the changes to get that all sorted out. So things like yeah. that come up pretty often. Yeah, that's right. We're speaking with Father Michael Van Sloan, the Director of Clergy Personnel and the Coordinator of the Comprehensive Assignment Board about priest assignments and reassignments. And um, just it, it's becoming more complicated just in the few minutes we've been speaking, Father, at least in my mind, <laughs> as I'm listening to you go through all these details, I can only imagine. So uh, after you after you and the Comprehensive Assignment Board have met, you said two hours a week from January to May um, to that's kind correct. of work work these things out. I mean, what types of assignments? There's there's pastoral assignments, clearly, but is it just them? Is it just used to determine who goes where? Are there other decisions that are being made as well? Well, there's other decisions that are being made as well. So the things that people would know the most would be a pastor or a parochial vicar, an associate pastor. But then if there's going to be a temporary coverage, you have a, a parochial administrator. We also do hospital chaplains and school chaplains yeah. and um, positions at the seminary. And then people will um, approach us for other kinds of chaplains for different Catholic organizations, and we process those as well. And then we also do sabbaticals and retirements and facilitate foreign priests coming to the country and people going on medical leave. So there's just a, a long list of things that involve clergy personnel that uh, my, my group, the Comprehensive Assignment Board, we review them and make recommendations to the archbishop. Wow. <laughs> I think you just gained a, a, you're going up notch by notch in my prayer list, Father, to the top of the priority <laughs> list. I can only imagine. Holy smokes. Wow. So what's, when you're determining these assignments, I mean, what, what are just a few, I'm sure you couldn't go through all of them in our remaining minutes here, but what are just a few of the things that are considered um, when thinking about when determining assignments? Well, so the, it's interesting that every parish has its own personality. And every priest has his own personality. And so when it comes, so our ultimate goal is to have a good match, a priest that really fits well with the parish. And that's one of the things that the archbishop wants so much too, so that the priest is going to have a productive, um, valuable, engaged experience, and that the people in the parish are going to feel well served. So we take into account the, the priest's age, his health, his years of experience. Um, if he has any outside gifts, and you'd be amazed at how the outside gifts fit in. This one's been a banker. That one's been a lawyer. This one was a teacher. Well, the yeah. teacher is better suited for a parish where you've got a school. You know, the banker sometimes is, you know, if there's some um, financial complexities at a per particular parish, he's going to be more suited to that parish. Mm. You know, and then you look at uh, the, the spiritual temperament or the style of the parish. You know, are they a little bit more traditional? Are they a little bit more progressive? You can oftentimes see this in things like the way that they do music, the way that they do their lay ministries. And so we try and match up the way that that parish does business with the styles of the priest. And, you know, so the parishioners are always giving us input, and we just do the very best that we can to make that match work. Wow. Well, yeah, you talk about other life experience and things like that. I know we were very blessed a few years back to receive an apostolic administrator who later became our archbishop, who was both a canon lawyer and a civil lawyer as well um, for such a time as that and, and continued on for such a time as this and Archbishop Hebda, of course. Um, so I can see that there are many, many different factors. So 
I guess do priests or and or parishioners do they have any say in this process at all, Father? But they both do. So we do a consultation with the parishioners. And so either a couple members of the Comprehensive Assignment Board or the Vicar General and myself or somebody from clergy services will go do a, a parish visitation. Regularly, we visit with the priest that's at the parish at the current time. We also visit with the trustees of the parish. Then we ask them to put together a little committee or group from people from the parish council, the finance council, if there's a school, the principal, a faculty member, a staff member, a couple of parishioners that are chosen by the trustees to have it be a representative group. And then they speak about um, how, what's going well, what they'd like an improvement on, what special gifts that they would hope that the priest would bring that would be newly assigned. And that information is all fed back to the Comprehensive Assignment Board, and the board uses that information to guide what's going on. And then when we're proposing assignments, uh, as we get closer, the Archbishop will regularly ask me to call up priests and say, we're considering you for this position. Um, and what would your response to that be? And we try to have the Holy Spirit work through all of that. Our, our Archbishop is terrific in the way that he's so dialogic. He, he tries to foster lots of conversation and go back and forth so that there's a lot of cooperation and mutual understanding. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing based on all the all the listening sessions that Archbishop has done, really since he first got here and all the way through the synodal process as well, that uh, it's no surprise to anyone listening that our Archbishop is so dialogic, as you said, that he involves the, he wants to listen and hear what's going through other people's minds and hearts. Father, this is a fascinating process. I guess um, the one question that I would ask, um, I, I, I shudder to even ask it, but just before we ask for your blessing, Father, so does your office receive a lot of scorn from those who are, are uh, maybe not happy with a priest reassignment? Really, maybe not as much as people would think. Uh, so during this recent uh, assignment cycle, there are some very popular priests that yeah. took on other assignments. And so the parishioners at the parish where the priest was leaving were upset that the priest was leaving. That's actually a beautiful thing because they love their priest. Yeah, exactly. Right. And we urge them to go, well, please don't jump too fast. You have a new pastor coming and your outgoing pastor has a set of wonderful gifts, but so does your new pastor. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we try and help parishes work through those kinds of things. And um, in the end, in most cases, it works out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Thanks be to God. Obviously, the Lord is involved all the way through. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for being with us again at Practicing Catholic. Maybe we have a quick blessing from you before you go. Well, we, we ask that the good Lord would shine on all of um, the listeners of Re Relevant Radio. And we praise and thank God for their support and for their faith. And we ask God to bless all of us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Michael Van Sloan, thank you, sir. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for all your good work with clergy personnel and the Comprehensive Assignment Board. God bless you, Father. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, keep praying, of course, as priests uh, continue to be reassigned. I mean, these are men's lives that we're talking about here, and we want God to use them to their fullest of their ability so that they may bring about more and more of the kingdom of God right here in our midst in our parish.